0: welcome to Life Point with your host Pastor Tom Doherty good morning ladies and gentlemen and welcome to Life Point I'm your host Tom Doherty and I'm so glad you're listening today it's a great day to listen it's a great day to follow what God has to say and what the Word of God has to say and I hope that you're doing great I'm doing great I just had a great Great morning talking to people, sharing with people, sharing Jesus with people. God's opened some doors already today in the first couple hours of the day. I am so thrilled with that. We just got to be ready to share Jesus in season and out of season. But I thank you so very much for listening to this show. I pray God blesses you. And I just realized by tuning in about five yesterday, that it's been replaying at 5 o'clock in the afternoons. How neat is that? I didn't even know that. So, hey, if you have friends, tell them to tune in. If there's something you like that I share, say, hey, tune in and listen to Old Pastor. That would be that'd be really cool. But i so so thank, thankful for you. Our Heavenly Father, bless these people. Bless every listener. Guide their lives. Lead them powerfully. In the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, I pray. Amen. Well, we're wading through this uh, this pandemic, and you know, things are going okay. We've had now two full weeks of uh, services uh, with um, double services, and people are coming back. And But we're trying to be careful. Folks, I'm telling you, I'm still going to be careful. I want everybody to be careful. And you know, God knows, but God wants us to, to use wisdom, and I know many of you are, and Sometimes you fight with people about what they want you to do and what they don't want you to do, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to err on caution, but God has blessed us. He is leading us. Great things are happening, and I hope that you're serving him powerfully and mightily. I want to share with you today out of, oh, 1 Thessalonians, I'm going to say today. How's that? Chapter 4, 1 Thessalonians. I think that'd be a good one. Finally, brothers, and this is the Apostle Paul talking to the Church of Thessalonica. Finally, brothers, we instructed you how to live in order to please God as, in fact, you are living. See, that's what Paul was about, was about instruction. As you see, he wrote to the churches of Galatia and Ephesus and Corinth, all these different churches that he wrote to. What he was doing was he was giving them practical instructions for living. People of God, we hear instructions for living. You hear instructions in the Word of God in Paul's epistles. In the Gospels, you hear instruction of living. The question is, are you living those instructions? Are you being obedient to what the Lord has laid out? You have an opportunity. You have an opportunity to follow what is right and good or to go your own way. God has given you the ability to make a choice. The question you have to ask yourself is, what choice am I making? Are you honoring God with your time, with your income, with your heart? Are you honoring him? or you just do what you wanna do, and at a convenient time, you'll honor him. Folks, this day and age is getting closer and closer to the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's getting closer. We don't know the day or the hour, but folks, I'm telling you what, it could be soon. It could be real soon, but you know what? Like I said, nobody knows the day or the hour, but I'm gonna live for Jesus every day, knowing when he comes again, there's not gonna be any question about where I'm at. what my situation is, I know I'm going to be with him, and I want you to know the same thing. And you can know that by believing that Jesus Christ is the Son of God and accepting him as your Lord and Savior, asking him to forgive your sins and to walk with you from this day forward. In fact, let me pray, just in case some of you out there have not made that decision. Right now, pray with me. Our Heavenly Father, right now, I call upon you to come into my life, Lord, I believe in you. I believe you're the Son of God. I believe you died on the cross for me. I believe you rose again, and I believe you're coming again. And Lord, forgive me of all my sins, all my sins, and come into my life and help me to walk with you from this day forward, do the very best I can to be a man or a woman of God. Lord, thank you for hearing me. I know now, if you come, that I'm going to spend eternity with you because I have said I believe in you and I put my trust in you this day. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer and you truly believe, you know, you're a born-again Christian. If you want to be baptized, if you have a church, man, tell them you want to be baptized. If you don't, come and see me. I'll make sure you're baptized. I'll even baptize you if you'd like. And I just, I think it's important because remember in Acts 1, it says, repent and be baptized every one of you. Repent and be baptized every one of you. Not just... Some people, but he says all of you It was a very profound, uh, profound word. In fact, that was, excuse me, Acts chapter 2, verse 38. And Peter said, I'll just read it for you. Peter said, replied, repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. You will. Man, I want everybody to have the gift of the Holy Spirit. I want everybody to follow Jesus best they know how and to have have the Holy Spirit empower them and give them boldness and courage to be a living witness. So, anyway, now I've left the scripture. Let's go back. I'm going to read it again. Finally, brothers, we instructed you how to live in order to please God. Is in fact, you are living. So, he is telling them, you're living this, you're doing the right things, and I hope many of you are doing the same. Now, we ask you and urge you in the Lord Jesus to do this more and more, for you know what instructions we gave you by the authority of the Lord Jesus. So he's telling them, you saw the instructions, you know the instructions, you have those things in front of you, you have guidelines to live by, now live by them. People of God, that's for us today here in the Treasure Valley. Live by them, or some of you that I know, I think we go all the way to Wendell or Drome or somewhere out that direction. If you're listening, live by them, live by the instructions laid out in the Word of God. It is God's, this is verse 3, it is God's will that you should be sanctified, that you should avoid sexual immorality. Folks, it's a temptation. It is a temptation out there for people, for single people that are, you know, people say, oh, it's okay, it's all right, sexual immorality. Folks, it's not all right. It's a sin and it's against God. And if you're living that way, stop, ask God to forgive you, move forward in your life. You can do it. Have some restraint. Then he says that each of you should learn to control his own body in a way that is holy and honorable. Learn to control your body, learn to do what's right. I'm so tired of people justifying sin. I hear it all the time. They think they can live, kind of live on the fence, that they can can do good and they can do bad, it doesn't matter. God forgives me, I can do whatever I want. Avoid sexual immorality. You know, have control of yourself, not in, he says, That each of you should learn to control his own body in a way that is holy and honorable, not in passionate lust like the heathen who do not know God. He said, don't live like the heathen. Don't live in that kind of immorality. And then especially try to justify it before God. You're going to stand before him someday, and he said, what did you do? What did you do with my son? You didn't believe what I told you. You didn't believe what the Word of God said, you know? and that and so then he goes on he said and that in the mat this matter no one should wrong his brother or take advantage of him so there's another thing let's not live immoral lives but let's not wrong our brother let's not take advantage of him have you ever been around christians who take advantage of you you've ever met a christian salesman said well i'm a christian so you can trust me but man you get you get taken for everything you've got said this then this is what paul says the lord will punish men for all such sins as we have already told you and warned you. You'll be punished. People, if you're not living right, if you're living against the precepts of the Word of God, he says, you will be punished. There will be issues in life that you're gonna deal with because of your sin. So folks, make good decisions and good choices. Yes, we all stumble. Yes, we all deal in temptation sometimes, but you know, turn it around. Remember, I always quote this scripture in First John 3. He who practices righteousness is righteous. He who practices sin is not of God. So what is practice, folks? You know what that is. I've told you a b- bunch of times on this show. It's doing something over and over again. Practice being righteous. Practice being good. Practice being holy over and over again. He says, "But he who practices righteous, uh, he who practices sin is not of God." So what is practice again? Practice is doing sin over and over and over. You just continue to sin, continue to walk in sin. He knows we all slip and stumble, but when you continue to do it, when you know it's wrong, you continue to go down that path. Says, "You know what? There's trouble ahead." I mean, he says, "I'm warning you," is what he says, verse six. For God didn't have, verse seven says, "For God did not call us to be impure, but to live." A holy life. God called you and I to be a holy people. He didn't say we'd be a perfect people, but he said to be a holy people, making good decisions and good choices. Therefore, he who rejects this instruction does not reject man, but he rejects God who gives you his Holy Spirit. If you're rejecting what I'm telling you today from the Word of God, you're not rejecting me. You're not rejecting Tom. You're not rejecting somebody else. You're rejecting God. You are saying, God, it doesn't really matter. I'm just gonna live the way I am. And I don't care what kind of doctrine you've been taught in the past, but you had better live righteous and holy lives, the best person you can be. As I said many times, not perfect. I'm not a perfect person. Man, I've struggled with my attitude from time to time. The other day I was talking, I was in Fred Meyer, I was waiting in pharmacy line and this, these people were just, seemed like they're having a great time talking to the pharmacist. And I, I waited, and I waited, and I was so impatient. I wanted to say, what are you doing? Move out. I've got things to do. I've got a place to go. I, I found my attitude getting a little bit gnarly, you know. So, uh, you know what? We're human beings. As long as you're human beings, you're going to deal with that thing. You're going to deal with those things. Verse 9 says, now about brotherly love. We do not need to write to you, for you yourselves have been taught by God to love each other. And in fact, you do love all the brothers throughout Macedonia, yet we urge you, brothers, to do so more and more. Love people more and more. And folks, that is what is important in our lives. We need to do and more in loving people. Love those that you don't know very well. Love those that treat you poorly. Oh, that's so, not easy, folks. Not easy at all. My dad was a great example of that. He loved people and prayed for people that treated him wrong. I'm telling you something. It's hard to do, but we can do it. Let's just love people. Let's live by God's word. Folks, I'm out of time already. Preached away, and here I am. I'm gone, so I hope you'll listen tomorrow, and I hope today is filled with the glory of God.